Good morning, good evening, good afternoon to whatever part of the world you're in. Today's another segment of PBNJ with Relationship Dilemmas. And today's topic is going to be about cursed words. Um, someone has brought to my attention about what my thoughts and uh, feelings was concerning um, profanity. <sighs> um, and to be completely and totally honest with you, I know that sometimes um, people don't really, and I think that's just the vast majority, don't really think that words really have an inadvertent effect on the individual that they're dating or they're in a relationship with. But um, ultimately it does. Uh, me personally, I'm not too much of a fan of people who use a lot of profanity because it is a negative form of communication. And nonetheless, um, when people use a um, copious amounts of profanity, you'll find that um, it usually isn't adjacent with to some of their behavioral patterns. Um, don't be surprised that you, when you find someone that uses a lot of negative verbiage, um, kind of take a look at what they have going on in their life on a, um, on a regular basis. Periodically, you'll notice that it's not just the words, it's also a mindset. So when a person has a mind to verbalize such vulgar means of communication, usually their actions don't follow um, too far behind. Um, it does generally follow suit with the way they think and the way they speak. So Personally, I mean, uh, and this is just a personal preference, not to say that everyone's bad because some people are raised this way. So they don't really understand the um, they really don't understand the validity of the words that they use and how it affects them being in a relationship. Um, it's no different than you teaching your child not to say certain things or not to do certain things. So is profanity. So is it. I I view any type of profanity to be anything that is negative um, connotation wise. So if you're calling somebody ugly, you're stupid or dumb or idiot. It's the same thing as, you know, the other um, profane languages that are used, like the F-bomb and the um, MF bombs in the, you know, all the other curse words that, you know, that, you know, people generally use. Um, to express uh, thought or feelings or emotions. So um, personally, I'm not a fan of people like that because it is a form of ver verbal abuse. So it's no different than someone calling you stupid, dumb or ugly or ignorant or whatever negative uh, means of communication they use. It's all kind of lumped up in the same pattern. It's just all are used differently. So it's no different than if I tell you you're stupid, then I call you, you know, I tell you to F off, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, so to me, people who speak like that generally have a, um, for the most part, have a warped sense of thinking, um, depending upon how often they're using it. Now, some people, you know, they use profane language, you know, when they're angry or when they're upset, um, personally, any obsessive form of verbal, uh, degradation in language to me it's a no-go. I mean, and that's just to be perfectly and totally honest with you. It's just, I feel like people should have the ability to communicate without being um, verbally abusive in nature, no matter what it is, no matter how it is, no matter how angry you get. Um, there should be some level of control within the relationship. And especially if you know it's in a situation to where you know that this person have a habitual behavioral pattern that's going to warrant you to be angry on a regular basis. Like, say, for instance, some cheating. Well, you know, when you tolerate negative behavior, you tend to either 
one, walk away from it or two, conform to it to the point where it elicits the same level of negative negativity within yourself. Because you'll find that people who um, feed off of one another, it's generally because they that's just how they they are. You know, when you're when you're with somebody for so long you tend to develop their behavioral pattern and then you elicit those same behavior pattern in your day-to-day living and then people that you encounter on a regular basis. So personally, no. Uh, a person who curses a lot, a person who uses a lot of profane languages, to me, um, is definitely a no-go. Um, it's one thing when you do it every now and again because um, some people... You know, if they're raised, um, raised that way, it's kind of hard to break a habit. But you do initially want the habit to be broken. That is not something you want to go into a relationship and especially long term with anybody that's like that. And to me personally, nothing impresses me about people who who've been together for X amount of years and um, they use copious amounts of profane language. Trust me. Um, there's a whole lot more going on than what meets the eye. People who tend to um, elicit that type of form of communication generally have a lot of deeper-seated issues that um, that haven't really come forth in the f- forefront if they haven't discussed it or seek out any type of help to kind of help um, deter them from having that type of mindset. So I'm all about positivity. I'm all about um, making the right decisions, making the right choices, um, listening an environment that is going to um, be conducive to raising a family, um, um, being able to feed each other as uh, feed each other emotionally in a relationship wise. I am I'm about you know trying to help with the growth and development um, in a relationship. So if a person lacks that ability to do so, then of course um, ultimately it becomes something that. Um, deteriorates over time. It's, it, there's no good thing that really generally generates from it. People who curse a lot, you'll find that some of them um, have nature of perversion, um, depending upon um, what level of deep profane language, because some people can go really deep. And generally, the deeper and the more horrific uh, the vulgar language is, the more deep-seated, deep-rooted issues that um, you may not be aware of. Um, and it is something that just generally at some point come out um, as time progresses. But me, it's a red flag on the play. Too much vulgar, too much profane language to me. Major, major red flag on the play. And I tell that to all men and women alike. Women who cuss like a sailor, uh, men who cuss like a sailor, um, generally it's a red flag on the play. They're dealing with emotional upset that they haven't really come to terms with. You do have those that, you know, curse every now and again. Um, but for the most part, um, it's a level of maturity that has to be sustained when it comes to communicating. And when they lack that mature level of communicating without having to use profane or vulgar language, and that tells you, um, speaks volumes about the individual as a whole, and it's not going to be beneficial to you long run. Alrighty, well, I got to go. This is a short segment. Um, I just came on to kind of um, address that particular issue. It was something that came <sighs> that came to the forefront, and someone wanted to talk to me, wanted me to talk about it, and so um, here I am kind of giving you some insight whether or not um, you should be on the lookout for people like that. It will always be. 
Um, don't ever fall in love with an illusion of an individual um, and never go into a relationship with wishful thinking because what ends up happening is you cloud your better judgment. So always go into a relationship or go into meeting someone with an open mind and with expectations that they could be a disappointment and that they might not be a disappointment, but go in with an open mind and ready and prepared to one, know what is in the best interest of you to see that person long long-term wise and three, whether or not your communication style is equivalent to what you're looking for long-term. Alrighty. Alrighty. Well, you guys have a great and wonderful night. Hopefully your weekend um, will go well until next time. <sighs> Love on each other. Take care. Bye-bye. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon to whatever part of the world you're in. This is another episode of Relationship with Dilemmas with PB and J. And today's topic is going to be about the way we dress. Apparently that is a dilemma. Um, and I guess I can see the dilemma. I mean, it, it all makes, you know, for some people, it may not seem like that big of a deal um, for the person who may be wanting to exhibit a sense of self-pride and happiness about the way they look and the way they carry themselves and then of course then you have those who are kind of like they want that private thing that private aspect of an individual and so it becomes problematic when you have um, two people who um, genuinely love and care for each other but one wants to be more expressive while the other one wants you to be expressive but only to them so we're going to talk about it a little bit so for me I've always been a um, I've always been big on the way you carry yourself. Um, I know a lot of people feel like, you know, they everybody has their, their opinions in that aspect. But one thing that is factual is, and, and that is, it doesn't matter where you go at in the world, the factual aspect of the way you carry yourself ultimately depicts um, your thought process, who you are as a person, and it speaks volumes. Um, you can't de- deny that simply because thought goes into getting dressed. You have to think about what it is that you're going to wear. you got to think about um, how you're going to put it on, how you're going to coordinate it, the whole nine yards. So there's thought process that goes into um, getting dressed and putting on clothes. So you'll find that um, you can tell whether or not a person is more rushed in putting on something, whether or not someone is more intentional in putting on something, simply because when you're intentional, everything pretty much coordinates um, for the most part. Those who are unintentional, you know, it's not as um, well put together as someone who intentionally puts something together to exhibit a certain image or a certain feel about themselves. Now, anybody that, you know, that's a woman, you know, per se, when we get dressed, um, we get dressed for a purpose. We really do. Like whether we go into the store, whether we're going to the club, or going on a date, or you know, just going on a simple outing, hanging out with friends, whatever the case may be, we do generally dress for the purpose for the most part. Um, but when we do dress, um, we the thought process that we go into our dressing depicts upon what it is that we got going on. So from going on a date, of course, um, depending upon what. Um, what message I'm trying to convey would ultimately determine what it is that I want to wear, whether I want to be sexy, whether I want to be casual, whether I want to be a little bit relaxed, whatever, whatever the message is and wherever you're going, even if you're 
wherever you're going, you still have the capacity to be able to dress in a certain way to send whatever the message is that you're, you're trying to send. Now, most people say, well, you know, just because I dress sexy doesn't necessarily mean that I, you know, want, you know, negative attention. But, you know, let's be realistic. You know, I think that's one of the biggest problems with women. We have a tendency to just think that um, we're not sending a message. And in, in, in some cases, you may not be. But for the individual that might not be in their right mind, someone who may be, you know, while and out, doesn't have, you know, they got issues that you and I may not be aware of, you can actually heighten their sense of um, focus, sense of uh, physical attraction, um, whatever it is that causes it, them to be heightened by the visual aspect of you, we do we do cause that in some instances because you you know if you're wearing something tight and sexy and you know, a little bit revealing and booty shaking, breast nipples poking out of your seat. I mean you know come on let's, you know we do have to be realistic about the aspect of it. So relationship wise, some men um, may not be too you know too keen on it, too prone on it, and then you have some men that just really don't care because it's all about. You know, their woman and them being with their woman. How does it affect being in a relationship? Well, it all depends. Um, if you're someone that's single trying to mingle and get um, into a relationship, how you carry yourself ultimately um, does affect what you bring in. So if you one of those one that dress nice and classy, you tend to intimidate men who have no intentions of doing anything else um, that is not going to promote what it is that you're looking for in a, in a, in a woman, um, for most part. Um, you do have men that, um, can still be dressed in a nice suit and still be, you know, dogged out men, but, uh, for the most part, um, the way you carry yourself ultimately depicts what it is that you attract. Um, sometimes when you dress too provocative, you do get those, you know, one night stand men. If that's your intentions, if you're, if that's not your intentions, then you got to be cognizant of these things. It's unfortunate that we as women got to be, you know, cognizant of this. But nonetheless, it's a dilemma. What do you do? Um, well, for the most part, you come to a happy medium. I mean, look at what you wear. Um, look at how you carry yourself. Does it ultimately affect your relationship to the where to the point to where you don't? Um, feel like you can be yourself with that individual or whether or not that individual feels like you are trying to gain a level of attention that you feel like you're not getting at home because sometimes that is generally the case for you know most relationships when you see your girl go out and she's dressing all sexy like you know she's not getting enough compliments at home like she's not getting enough attention at home so she feels the need to um, overdo it when she gets out of the streets same with men sometimes men be overly flirtatious you know conversations run a little bit longer than necessary about things that you know at some point can kind of cross the line as far as relationship is concerned by the way they carry themselves you know sometimes when they're like in the gym um you know when they're going out i mean you can kind of um send that message as well but for women it's more um, it's more obvious for women than it more so than it is for men because with men walking around with you know a tank top on it's not as um, 
it's not as uh, big a deal as it would if it's a woman that comes in with a tank top on and, you know, she has bodacious breasts or whatever the case is. Um, so what do we do? You got to come to a happy medium. You got to compromise. You got to work through it. You got to, um, there's something wrong with dressing in a way that is going to be beneficial um, to your self-esteem, to your self-confidence, but um, kind of know when you're going overboard with it. You know, most part, we all know when we're going overboard. Sometimes we wear things that's inappropriate to where we're going, but some people, you know, they just don't feel like you should be able to tell them what to do. I get it. You know, we are in a free country. I get it. I get the whole aspect of everything. But for the most part, we still do want to have a little bit of self-respect, a little bit of self-dignity. Um, if it's something that a child couldn't wear, then of course we have to consider that as an adult. Um, and, you know, of course people say, well, a child is a child. Yeah, well, you know, same way it could be with an adult. If it doesn't look good on a child, it's no different than what it would look like on an adult. It's, it's just as revealing. And it would bring the same attention it would if it was a child. It would bring that same attention to you as an adult. So it really doesn't um, change anything other than the fact that the age um, difference is there. Um, but uh, for the most part, you just got to come up with a happy medium. I personally think that when a person dresses a certain way, it speaks volumes about who they are and their character. Um, my personal opinion, that's just, you know, it's nothing set in stone. It's nothing that, um, you know, I mean, I've seen an experience for more, for the most part, but is it scientifically factual? No. Me, it's just my personal opinion that a lot of women, people, women who generally dress, um, openly revealing are generally women who ha are dealing with stuff that a little bit more deeper than what meets the eye. Never get, um, always consider the way a woman dresses really speaks volumes about her mindset. Um, what is it that's going on with her that she feels the need to be um, wearing short shorts, booty shorts? What is it about her that she wants to show a little extra cleavage more than necessary? You know, that's dressing, you know, over the top sexy. And I'm talking about not so much sexy, but sexual, because sexy and sexual are two different things. Sexual actually simulates the desire for a heightened um, sexual look, whereas um, sexy is more or less more of your classy type way of carrying yourself. Can it get the same heightened you know, type of attention? Yes, and no one's ever denying that. But for men who are looking for women that are of... Um, a classy stature the way she carries herself will pretty much tell you what you need to know when she comes out when she steps out in the street I mean how does she carry herself I mean are you seeing a whole bunch you know is, is she you know overly revealing usually women who are you know overly revealing are dealing with a whole lot more internal issues emotionally in some in some instances dramatically that require that makes them feel the need to get attention that somehow they were lacking either in childhood or in a marriage or um, or a relationship or whatever the case may be. So me personally, if, um, if I were to give advice to any man um, when it comes to searching for the one that you're looking for, um, look at the way she carries herself. The way she carries herself speaks volumes, pretty much tells you what you got going on. Doesn't necessarily mean that she wants that from you. 
No, if the right guy comes along and gets the attention that she's seeking, you know, then that person would be the individual. So it doesn't necessarily mean she's dressing up for you per se, but she's dressing up for somebody. I always say, you know, if I come out the house, I know when, when my clothes is too tight. I know when I'm showing a little bit too much cleavage. I already know that, you know, this because apparently the new thing now is big having big booties. Everybody having a big booty and getting, you know, everybody's buying booties from the grocery store. I mean, these are things that, you kind of want to consider because these are issues that you're going to be dealing with within the relationship. I mean, it's got to the point now where you got to find out, you know, have you had cosmetic surgery? If you had cosmetic surgery, like, okay, what are you going to be dealing with, you know, long term, you know, cosmically wise? Because some of these cosmetic surgeries would require continued follow up just to sustain the look, you know, butt lifts, continual butt lifts that can get pretty expensive, you know, especially by the time you get 16 or 7 years old and you're still trying to maintain this, you know, um, this look. So pay attention to some of these things that a lot of these women are doing out here, and this is for my men for the most part. Uh, pay attention. Um, it'll tell you what you really know. Women who are, you know, overly revealing or really dealing with some confidence issues, I personally believe. Is it true? I could be wrong, you know, and I'm all about accepting that, that stance. Um, but me, I, I, everyone that I've met so far, every female that I've met that has been overly revealing, have all been dealing with some psychological damage that you are not even close to being aware of until you start talking to them and getting involved with them. Um, I always say steer away from them. Leave them alone. If they feel the need to come out half naked, half dressed, um, be a little extra with the way they carry themselves, trust me. Um, unless that's something you're looking for, unless that's something that you want to show off, unless that's something that doesn't bother you, hey, go for it. You know, I'll never tell you not to go for what you want. If that's what you want, go for it. But for those who are looking for women who are not dealing with um, mental health issues or internal issues that... Um, that can ultimately affect them long term, you know, I would tell you to leave that alone. Um, especially if you're dealing with stuff your own self. You really don't want to be in a relationship that's going to exacerbate the problem. All right. Well, that is all I have for tonight. Um, thank you guys for listening. Um, I'll try to come back on. Um, I haven't been on here as often, but nonetheless, um, thank you. And I wish you all a Good night, great weekend, and um, until next time, be blessed.